0: The Urbanist is brought to you in association with the Department of Culture and Tourism Abu Dhabi. Sadiaq Cultural District Abu Dhabi is a beacon of hope and inspiration. A catalyst to spark growth and collaboration with museums and experiences, where art and science and nature and technology coexist. The belief of Abu Dhabi that culture is the backbone of our society. Stay tuned for a special episode of the show in which you can hear His Excellency Mohammed Khalifa al-Mubarak explain exactly why and how Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is the perfect place to collaborate, create and innovate. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi. Proud partner of The Urbanist on Monocle Radio. Hello, I'm Andrew Tuck and you're listening to Tall Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. According to scientists, the drought affecting large parts of the southwestern United States is the worst in 1,200 years. And with no end in sight, cities in the region are forced to reimagine their water usage. So how has the US city perhaps most known for excess become a role model for others as the water crisis grows around the world? H.J. Mai travels to the Nevada desert for this week's Tall Story.
1: I'm standing in front of the Blasio Hotel on the world-famous Las Vegas Strip. The sound you hear in the background is that of the hotel's popular fountain show. It's a choreographed ballet of water, music, and light, and simply a must-see attraction for visitors. The fountain lake in front of the 36-story hotel holds a staggering 22 million gallons of water. That's more than 33 full-sized Olympic swimming pools. But given the scarcity of water in the desert, it could be argued that this show should be a relic of the past. You think luxury, you think Bellagio, you think waste, however, Behind the scenes, we've always been sustainable as far as that goes. Brian Zeiser is part of the Bellagio's facilities team. He and his crew of more than two dozen workers are tasked with keeping waterways to a minimum. The recycling and filtration plant is running 24-7. There's a fill for it to replace any lost water, but that's all filled from a underground aquifer. Do our landscape, but it also fills our lake as well. The Bellagio uses its water so efficiently that it puts more water back into the system than it uses. We're putting all that water that we're using right back into Lake Mead. If anything, we're putting more water into it because we're using the well for certain purposes. Lake Mead is the largest freshwater reservoir in the United States. It was formed in the 1930s by the Hoover Dam. The reservoir is located roughly 25 miles southeast of Las Vegas. And together with Lake Powell in Arizona, is a crucial lifeline for the nearly 40 million people that are dependent on the Colorado River system for their fresh water. But it's not just hotels and casinos that are trying to reduce their water waste. The whole Las Vegas Valley has been taking steps to conserve water. Damon Hodge of the Southern Nevada Water Authority says Las Vegas is proof that water conservation and economic growth are not exclusive to one another.
2: Since the onset of the drought in about 2002, we've added about 750,000 people to the Las Vegas Valley. So that's about a 49% rate of growth. And during that time, our per capita water use or per person water use has been driven down by 48%. And our consumption of Colorado River water has been driven down by 26%. And so we believe this is testament to the fact that you can grow your economy and your community while reducing water waste.
1: To achieve this type of reduction, the Water Authority has launched several programs to encourage residential and commercial customers to cut back on their water usage. This includes financial incentives to replace thirsty grass with more water-efficient landscaping or rebates on smart irrigation controllers.
2: 60% of the water that we use in the valley is used outdoors and that water is used once. So this water, once it's gone, it's gone.
1: Education and incentive programs are two important parts of the city's plan to get everyone on board. The third aspect is enforcement.
2: We've been doing water waste investigations for the last 20 years. So we have folks, they call them water patrol cops, that go out and look for water waste violations. Any water that comes off your property onto the sidewalk or into the gutter is considered water waste, which is illegal. And so over the last 20 years, we've conducted about 250,000 water waste investigations.
1: I've had the opportunity to join a water waste investigator on his morning patrol. Cameron Donorama is one of several investigators patrolling the city this morning. We entered a gated community in North Las Vegas shortly after 6 a.m. So we're currently in a neighborhood that is not allowed to water today. After initially not coming across any violations, Cameron spots some water runoff on the side of the road. As he investigates further, the sprinkler system suddenly turns on. These may be coming on right now. This is one that we can film right now actually, so So, yeah, I can go ahead and film this violation right now. If the home hasn't had any previous violations, Cameron will simply leave a courtesy notice on the door to inform the property owner of the violation. While education is his main goal, fines for water waste violations can range from $80 to $5,000 for repeat offenders. Cameron, who has been working as an investigator with the Water Authority for four years, says most people understand why the patrol is needed. They keep up with the news and they see what's going on with Lake Mead, with climate change, and I would say most people do get it. This is a very transient city. We have a lot of new people that come into, so a lot of people come from out of state, they have no idea, they see the car and they're like, Water Patrol, what is that, you know? So we have to explain. But most people do appreciate our presence. We actually have a lot of people that stop and thank us for what we do because they understand that this is really important. The water level at Lake Mead has dropped more than 150 feet over the past two decades. The lake normally gets replenished by snowmelt from the Rocky Mountains that flows down the Colorado River Valley. But less snowpack in the mountains means less water for Lake Mead.
2: The fact is, we're taking more out than Mother Nature is putting in. And so it behooves every user on the river, every sector of user on the river to work cohesively to help drive down that water consumption.
1: In addition to incentivizing and enforcing water conservation, the city more than 50 years ago created a return flow system to stretch its limited water supply even further.
2: So every drop of water that hits a drain inside a building in Clark County in Southern Nevada is captured, treated, recycled, and returned to Lake Mead. That allows us to extend what's a limited water supply.
1: So leaving on a faucet or shower in your hotel room during your next visit to Vegas doesn't really impact the city's water supply. Much more important is reducing outdoor water usage, from increasing compliance to new stringent regulations.
2: For us to continue to be able to thrive as a location, we're going to have to drive down water use even more. The fact is there's no amount of water that we can conserve here in Southern Nevada that will get us out of our drought. So it's going to take collective action from all river partners to ensure that we're all water secure now and into the future.
1: Las Vegas has set the standard. Now it's up to others to follow suit.
0: You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. Today's episode was written by H.J. Mai and produced and edited by David Stevens. Remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye. Thank you for listening, city lovers.